When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Hub City Homers. This is Macon going solo, just doing a quick emergency podcast to talk a little bit about what happened with the head basketball coach of Texas Tech. If you've been living under a rock, haven't read the articles, haven't been on Twitter, Kirby Hocutt has made a decision to suspend Coach Adams pending the results of a formal inquiry into his relationships with players and staff. This is as the result of Coach Adams using a Bible verse that was designed to help promote the idea of a coach-student-athlete relationship, but the problem is, is the quote was about slaves and their masters. Uh, Mark Adams has agreed that this happened and, in fact, apologized to the team for the incident and has publicly stated what happened. There's also the stadium reporting an incident regarding Mark Adams potentially spitting on a player. Coach Adams claims it was regarding he had been sick and accidentally slobbered on a player during a game. Um, the player or a source near the program claims that the player uh, was when addressing the incident, was basically told that I can spit on you all I want. Mark Adams denies this happened. So that's that's the sum of this. Texas Tech is now investigating Coach Adams and how he interacts with the staff and his players. But this has been a season full of rumors about misbehaving behind the scenes. I can't speak to rumors. I wasn't there. But the university sees enough to suspend him, and it looks very likely that they are moving to a four-cause firing. I think this is all more or less just a formal process um, honestly, I think you just fire him, right? Like the university knows what's going on. I know the quote unquote investigations just legalese, but I hate the rubber stamp. Just move if you're going to move. But it seems likely Mark Adams is done in West Texas. I don't think he can regain the trust of the fans. He can't regain the trust of the players, it seems likely, or their parents or future recruits and players' parents. Um, it's, it's just a bad situation after a bad year to have this happen. You know, the program's not as hot as it was when Chris Beard elected to leave Lubbock. Um, you know, when we went immediately to Mark Adams, he took us to the Sweet 16. You know, there's a lot that goes into this discussion, and I, we're going to talk about potential coaching hires and all that jazz and articles and future podcasts. Um, Grant McCaskillan out of UNT, Rodney Terry out of Texas, if they don't hire him, guys like that are going to be on the radar. And there's no guarantee Mark Adams is ultimately fired. You know, it seems likely, it seems almost a certainty, but it's not a guarantee. Um but I want to come at this from a couple different angles. First and foremost, starting with the, the, the one that I've seen that's most problematic. Mark Adams is not being suspended for using a Bible verse. He's being suspended for failing basic sensitivity training, guys. You know, I, I am a Catholic man. I went to church the entire time I grew up. I'm familiar with the verse. I'm also familiar with why you couldn't tell a basketball player, why you shouldn't, that we have a master-slave dynamic. That, that any any innuendo towards that is grossly inappropriate. And on face value, you should be suspended for stupidity. This is basic. This isn't even, oh, it's woke cancel culture. Why would you ever use that relationship, that, that description with a basketball team, any team? I know in Christian circles that there is, I saw a thread about this earlier, talking about how one of the major influences on Christian coaching is related to the idea of student-athletes being basically chained to their coaches, the, the master-slave dynamic. That's bullshit. It's bullshit. That is not how this relationship should work, especially in the modern business of college sports. It's ridiculous that it, it needs to be said. He's not being punished for being Christian. He's being punished for being dumb. 
And if this is the only incident, if this is the only incident, it'll be a short suspension. But then there's the spitting thing. That's a whole other problem. His statements on the matter have been Nate Oates level comically bad, right? Like he's admitting that this happened publicly, an embarrassing situation for the program. And then the thing with the spitting is just taking it to another level. And then there's all the other rumors going on behind the scenes that I am absolutely certain that the program was aware of. Right, that's my one problem I'm going to get to in a minute. When did the program start to know that there were problems in the locker room? Because here's the thing, right? Like we have had how many women's coaches, three, four, fired for this kind of behavior or resigned over these kind of in, uh, incidences, and now we've got a men's basketball coach. This is leading to the next topic, guys. Kirby Hokut can't be bulletproof with this in a vacuum. In a vacuum, this one incident isn't a sign of anything problematic. But this has been a year and a half-ish, two years-ish, of scandal after scandal after scandal with his hire. And here's the other thing, guys. Joey McGuire looks like he's going to pan out. Tim Tadlock has been fantastic. A lot of Kirby's hookups have just sucked, right? So, like, we pay him, I think it's like almost $2 million. He's one of the highest-paid athletic directors in the country. But there's more than just being good at fundraising and promoting the university you have to be able to manage the department so it's it's if you're out there wondering like what's going on the buck stops at the top it stops with kirby hokut you should be questioning him he should be held accountable that this keeps happening and we need to start asking these hard questions as an alums as fans we should be aware of what's going on in the women's department that's not good we should be looking across the board we shouldn't just get zoned in on joey mcguire or tim tadlock or wes kitley or whatever's going on because here's the other thing, right? Like, Kirby has bid against himself time and time again. This isn't even related to behavior. He bid against himself with Cliff Kingsbury. He bid against himself with Joey McGuire. He bid against himself with Mark Adams. He's rewarding good performance with extensions and more money, and that's fantastic. But the problem with it is, is two out of three now, they've blown up in his face. The Kirby, the Cliff extension Kirby made was a disaster. The Mark Adams extension now looks completely ridiculous in hindsight. And we hope Joey McGuire will live up to the extension he got. But again, it's just, this isn't the behavior of good athletic directors with regards to managing their department. This is a critical part of the job he's not doing right. And we have to start asking questions about it. No, I don't think he could have seen this coming with Mark Adams. I still think Mark Adams was the hire he had to make at the time. But just, it, it's it's not the vacuum we're looking at. It's the context of how the entire department's going. Now let's circle back to Coach Adams. Let's talk a bit about it. Is this fireable? I don't know. You know, I don't know what else is going on behind the scenes. Nobody does. I don't want to presume that there's worse, but it's based on how Tech's reacting. I think there's likely even more worse and how certain insiders are talking. Though, granted, guys, here's my biggest problem with like the insider guys now being like, well, we we kind of heard these things. It's just like report on it. Why wasn't the Lubbock Avalanche Journal reporting on this crap? These guys are as connected to anybody in the program, and we're not hearing any of this stuff through the AJ. We're hearing about it after the fact, which is my number one problem with the Lubbock local media. They don't want to talk bad about this program because the sports information directors at Texas Tech are extremely punitive, extremely punitive and reactionary, and there's no more give and take in the relationship. If they write these pieces, they get cut off. And that's why we don't, it feels like we're constantly blindsided, like 247 breaking the news, the USA breaking the news, um, the athletic breaking the news. I mean, it's just, it's just, there's a lot that I don't like now about guys being like, well, we kind of told you so, but 
the reality is is that they are saying that, which means there's likely a lot more going on. And here's the thing. I don't give a shit about booster relationships. I don't. I know it's part of the job. I know it's part of the job, but I don't consider that fireable. But what is fireable is if he's threatening the duty of care he has with these kids. These kids have to trust him. They have to want to play for him. They do have to love him. And if that's no longer there, if that's not part of this anymore, you get rid of him on that alone. Let alone the fact that he'd be dumb enough to use a comment as a head basketball coach that was so in unbelievably transparently insensitive. Yeah, I mean, like it's not even a, a head-scratcher why talking about masters and slaves would be a problem. Who cares that you're Christian? I'm, like I said, I'm Catholic. I know the verse. Um, you know, it's, it's certainly a verse that is in context not being used correctly, right? Just similarly, you shouldn't go to your wife and tell her she's supposed to be submissive to you because of Ephesians 5. That's not what these verses were really intending to talk about, number one. And number two, why on God's green earth would you ever say that? Why? You know, the, the big man upstairs isn't asking you to make an ass of yourself. I just, there's a lot of this, and I hope I come across without, you know, jumping the gun in terms of the other stuff that could be going on. But it, this alone is bad, and if there's more, it's worse, and you're trending towards termination. Now, Coach Adams has a, a large buyout if he's fired for cause. There'll be a protracted legal battle, I guarantee. Then there's the next step. I'm going to let guys write articles about the next step. Personally, though, I'm all aboard the Rodney Terry train. I don't think Texas is going to hire him. I think Texas is going to want a flashier name for their next head ball coach. I think they're going to go after, like, Calipari and these guys. And Rodney Terry will be on the open market. And I think you go get him. And even if Texas tries to hire him, I think you make an offer anyways. I think you go after him. You give him as much money as you can. You see if you can get him. Because I think he's a fantastic basketball coach who's winning a lot of games that I think Chris Beard would have lost, number one. And number two, in a really bad situation. As bad as the situation is for Texas Tech, what happened at Texas was infinitely worse. And he's managed it beautifully. So I think he's your guy. I think he's the guy you go after and you try to go get. Um, you know, I, I, I did this podcast solo because I wanted to say my thoughts and not tie my opinions to the other guys or to Viva the Matadors, really. These are my opinions. But I hope that at the end of the day, we can all recognize that whatever is going on, all that matters is that the players are happy and safe, right? Because they can be co- – there's a difference between – this is something I think people forget. There's a difference between coaching hard and coaching like an asshole. Using comments like this, this is an asshole thing to do. Right, this is a dismissing a player's concerns, dismissing their their unwillingness to do X, Y, or Z by just saying you're supposed to listen to me. That's not endearing yourself to your players. It's not good coaching, right? Nick Saban is a hard ass, but his players want to play for him because they know they're going to win. If Mark Adams is having to basically cajole his players into listening to him on face value, we've got problems. If he can't win the locker room, we've got problems, and let alone. The fact that this was just unbelievably stupid. You know, I I want to sign off with this now. I wanted to keep this very, very brief. Didn't want to rant and rave for 20, 30 minutes about this stuff. But let me just say, I, I hope that the next hire that Texas Tech makes is the right one. It's important. I think we're trending that direction. If Mark Adams survived, I'll be stunned. I'll be stunned after a bad season to see him return with this on his around his neck. But if he, if in the likely event that he's gone, the next hire is critical. It's as important as the one is when Chris Beard left. And like I said, I'm not mad at Kirby for hiring Mark Adams. I'm mad at him for not managing his department. But he's gonna have he's gonna have one more chance to do the right thing here and make the right hire. He got it right, presumably with Joey McGuire. He got it right. 
Now we have to see if he can get it right again on the basketball court and find the perfect guy and bring in a guy who can help keep this program afloat because it, it does not take much to trend downward. I mean, you can turn rosters very fast in basketball, but it does not take much to end up with a losing culture, a losing situation. So hopefully we can get there. I like Rodney Terry. A certain man out of UNT I know is everybody's favorite. There's all kinds of guys that you can look at. This is a coveted job, people. The facilities are there. The money's there. The league is there. Everything about this job will appeal to people. Don't worry about that. We're going to get a guy. It's just a question of do we finally get the right guy? Can Kirby get it right? And, you know, I'll sign off here by saying I'm rooting for the future of this program. Don't put your head down about this stuff, right? You know, like, it, it what happened is bad. It's horrible. It sucks. But we're going to keep moving forward as a program. And as a fan base, we have just have to keep supporting the players on the court. Keep supporting the players on the court. Keep supporting the program. We'll find out what happens in the coming days. It's up to Kirby to get this right. It's up to Kirby to get this right. And we all we can do is hope that he does and continue to support. And, you know, we'll see. We'll just, we'll see. Everybody's stuck with this. I'm sh- as shocked as anybody. I was shocked when the Chris Beard news broke. I'm shocked about this news, though I know it's not as shocking to some people. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, when this is all said and done, we can all move forward and agree that as bad as this moment is, that the program used this as a turning point to get back to where it needs to be, which is competing in the Big 12 comfortably in the NCAA tournament, Sweet 16s, Elite 8s, where we've gotten to as a program with the facilities and the players we've got. Reckham, everybody. Try to enjoy the rest of your Sunday. You'll hear from us more soon with articles about replacements, about what to do next, other opinions, I'm sure. Enjoy your day. Don't let this ruin it. Have a good one.